You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Wednesday hump day edition of the show. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, Rock Auto at rockauto.com. Reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Check out our good friends at rockauto.com. A lot to get to on a Wednesday edition of the podcast. A thing that's made a little bit of a stir nationally. A grand reimagining of how college football could be realigned. And I actually think it's a great idea, but it'll never happen. We'll talk a little bit about that on today's podcast coming from Sports Illustrated. Also catch you up on the latest in the player countdown series. Number 64 has two big heavy hitters, two heavyweights going head-to-head. We'll talk about that. And we'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. A former BYU walk-on commitment has decided to go play elsewhere after his mission. We'll catch up on everything like we normally do on today's podcast. Today's show is also brought to you in part by our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about them as today's show rolls on as well. With that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for July 1st. 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on your original daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Hope you guys are all doing well, having a great week to this point. Short week for most of us, I hope. Uh, obviously, with the Independence Day holiday on Saturday, many companies, and hopefully yours is doing this, are observing the holiday on Friday, giving you that three-day weekend to celebrate with family and friends and celebrate the birth of this great nation in the United States of America. But regardless, a big thank you for continuing to support this podcast and joining us each and every day as we catch up on everything you need to know about the BYU Cougars, and by extension, make you the smartest BYU fan in the room. Kicking off today's show, this has been debated on the internet for the past, what, I'd say 24 to 36 hours, maybe even 48 hours, but Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated, one of the foremost minds and foremost writers when it comes to the great sport of college football, actually did a really cool project. I don't know how long this took him, but he did a really bang-up job. And he has put forth what he is calling uh, the NCAA college football big realignment, where it uh, essentially realigns everything in college football. And I think it actually makes a lot of sense. It actually is very straightforward. It, it, on its head, you look at it and say, yeah, that makes sense. The problem is, is the haves will never agree to uh, split up with their fellow haves and allow have-nots to enter the mix. And hopefully that makes sense. The power five is what I'm speaking of versus the group of five. And it's, it's unfortunate that that would happen. But BYU obviously in the mix with this. And the gist of what Forty wrote about, and if you haven't read this, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so you can go and read it. I would encourage everybody to do so. I thought it was a fascinating piece. And included BYU, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit on today's podcast. But the gist of it is is that he is actually realigning all college football into 12 conferences. Uh, Each conference will have, sorry, excuse me, 10 conferences with 12 teams each. I apologize. So 10 conferences overall, 
12 teams in each conference. Uh, it actually has 120 teams in the FBS ranks. He's jettisoning uh, 10 back to the FCS ranks. Some of the also rans, think of like UTEP, etc. Uh, and BYU is not obviously getting cast off, but they have been realigned under what Pat Forty has going into what he's calling the Rocky Mountain Conference. And the 12 teams that would join BYU under Forty's plan include Arizona State, Arizona, Utah, Utah State, Air Force, Colorado, Boise State, Colorado State, uh, New Mexico, and UNLV and Wyoming. So hopefully I got all 12 of those there. And I actually think this is a fantastic conference in all honesty. I think it would be great. I think it would be a ton of fun because you'd have teams that are very regionally based and that's kind of what the thought of 40 as well was is this would actually go across all sports. Would it allow... Uh, tennis programs, the baseball programs, think of all the different teams that are looking for more regional uh, scheduling. Well, this would allow that. It would allow for minimal travel for most of those sports as well because you're containing the states along the backbone of the Rocky Mountains. I think it's a fantastic thing. My only qualm with this is, is it's a great idea. And obviously, it's that time of year where you start seeing some realignment talk pop up. And Pat Forty decided to get it off and rolling early this year in a, to a degree. But I think what he's writing here is a great idea because this extends beyond football. And obviously, the football realignment here where you actually have some Power 5 teams like Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah in the mix, but also mixed in there, you have high-level G5 programs like a Wyoming, like a Utah State, and more importantly, a team like Boise State, who's been one of the best teams in the group of five for, what, the better part of two decades at this point. And obviously, BYU is not an afterthought in all of this. I think the conference would be fantastic, but I think the bigger benefit would be for all of these programs to have all of their other sports under this alignment because it allows, like I said, for increased travel uh, between uh, increased travel. It makes for travel that is much more manageable for those coaching staffs. And obviously with these uh, programs in the Rocky Mountain Conference, there's also a Pac-12 conference, which comprises most of the former Pac-10, but also includes programs like Hawaii, Fresno State, Nevada, and San Diego State in it. Uh, obviously, I said the Arizona schools, uh, Utah and Colorado were thrown into the uh, thrown into the Rocky Mountain Conference. You'd have the original Pac-8 schools plus four others to make up the Pac-12. If you could have those 24 teams where they essentially in their Olympic sports are playing against one another and the travel is restricted pretty much west of the Rockies. I know Colorado's on the front range and so is Colorado State, but regardless... You go from the Rockies West, and that's your the extent of your travel. The furthest you might travel is Hawaii. I think it's actually much more manageable. You're not sending teams all the way to Florida or maybe even up to New York. Who knows where they might go? And that's that's where I look at Pat Forty's plan here, and I look at it and say, you know what? This would be absolutely genius, and I would love to see it happen. But like I said, the haves, speaking of the Power Five, they're not about to let something like this play out, no matter how sensible it might be. They are more than happy to sit on their piles of cash and thumb their nose at everybody else and say, you know what, sucks to be, sucks to be you, honestly. And that's just kind of how they go about it. But I did think this was a fascinating idea, and I think that the idea of this from Pat Forty 
is just that it would help football, obviously. You'd have uh, programs who have regional rivalries. You have BYU, Utah, Utah State, and Boise State. They're three main rivals all in the same conference. They become conference games. And also, by the way, the scheduling would be round robin. So BYU would play all 11 teams in the Rocky Mountain Conference and then one non-conference opponent under the current uh, set, set up that Pat Forty had. He had BYU facing off against the Cal Bears, which would be a great trip out to the Bay Area to keep your California your recruiting ties strong there. So I look at this and I think it's a fantastic idea, but the sad part is this makes too much sense and it will never actually come to fruition. So fun to talk about. Obviously it, it gave us some fodder to talk about on a, on a Wednesday on the podcast, but interesting all the same to think about this. My only issue with this is I'm, I'm, Looking at it, I would rather have BYU in terms of a crossover opponent, your non-conference opponent under this. Why not make it Hawaii? Because Hawaii and BYU have a great history, and the Cougars obviously like traveling to the islands. I think that if you were to have Hawaii uh, be a road game in the year where you where you had five uh, we had five road games and six home games with your round robin schedule. Making Hawaii that trip and maybe you schedule it late in the season, maybe the last game of the season, the regular season, because there's no conference championships under 40's plan, I think it would be a fantastic setup. So I look at this and obviously the, the setup of it makes too much sense for many people to actually agree to it, but still fun to talk about. And obviously the added component of this is he actually had all 12 of the conference champions immediately making the college football playoff. The top four seeds would get a first round bye, where the next four seeds would host the first round games at their home sites. There'll also still be bowl games for teams that don't make that college football playoff. Like I said, this is a plan that is very thought out, well put together. I applaud Pat Forty for pretty much crossing all of the T's and dotting all of the I's that could possibly have come up under his plan and the questions that may have popped up. And it's a pretty concrete and solid plan. But like I said, it's just it's nothing more than a talking point at this point. Maybe at some point in the next hundred years, uh, people will realize, you know what, maybe we need to make our sport a little more balanced. But uh, even with COVID-19, just nothing's going to happen. So I think that it's a great idea, like I said, on paper, but it just ultimately, in theory, it's great. But in reality, it's never going to happen. So fun to talk about, but uh, hopefully you guys can read up a little bit more on this and let me know what your thoughts on it. Let Pat Forty know his thoughts on it. He actually has been soliciting feedback for this with any of your ideas. And like I said, I'll link this in the show notes so you guys can read up a little bit more on this. But BYU and the Rocky Mountain Conference with all of their traditional rivals as well as some old friends from the Mountain West, WAC, and even the, what, the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference that they were part of once upon a time. That was, was the Skyline Conference way back when be a fun setup, I think, for BYU, and I'd like to see it, but like I said, it's just, it, it's nothing more than just rivalry. That's like rivalry banter in the BYU-Utah rivalry. Nothing really comes of it. It's just something to talk about. So I'm way over time here on this, and we'll discuss more about this if more news comes from it, but obviously, as it stands right now, this is just a thought and just a, a fun 
exercise during the offseason. We kill some time here. But regardless, I would have liked to have seen something like this actually take place. But as it stands, the powers that be will not allow that to take place. All right. I will stop talking about that. We'll switch gears, talk a little more about BYU football. The best Cougars to have worn the number 64. Two heavyweights enter in this uh, contest. We'll talk about them, get you guys caught up on that. We'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news here in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, need to take a minute and talk today about our title sponsor on the podcast, and that is Rock Auto. RockAuto.com has been serving auto parts customers for 20 years online. This is not an organization that has just been kind of fly-by-night. They have been around for a long time. And I want to encourage you guys to check out what RockAuto.com has for your car, your truck, your SUV, whatever you may drive. They have all the parts your vehicle will ever need. And I I mean that sincerely. What I love about rockauto.com is you can go on there. You can search by car. Obviously, you search by your model. It brings up all the options, whatever part you're looking for, and it'll tell you the prices of them. You can search by price. You can search by part, by manufacturer. The layout of rockauto.com is phenomenal. And additionally, all of the parts you order on rockauto.com are shipped directly to your door. It makes it real easy to get the parts you guys need if you're a do-it-yourselfer. And the best part about it is, is you will actually get the same price that a professional would get at rockauto.com as well. So your mechanic can't go to rockauto.com, put in a so-called special code, and get a better price than you'll get. Why spend up to twice as much when you can order the parts yourself and, like I said, have them shipped directly to your door? Go to rockauto.com, stop on by, check out what they got you for your vehicle, regardless of whatever you need. If you're like me and you seem like you're constantly fixing minor things on your car, dings, dents, what, a broken taillight, whatever it might be, they've got the parts for you guys. Once again, go to rockauto.com, make sure to enter locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you when you stopped by. That's rockauto.com, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com, a proud partner of us here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, guys, let's get to our player countdown for today. We are 64 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season at Rice-Eccles Stadium. It's crazy to think it's coming that quickly. We are almost halfway through this countdown. It seems like we just started it yesterday, but it's got me excited, folks, and I hope you guys are enjoying these countdowns as much as I'm enjoying bringing them to you. I have a ton of fun doing research on the different players that we have as the finalists for these. And by the way, if you haven't done so already, you actually can vote on the player countdown series on Twitter. Search out our Twitter feed, at LockedOnCougars. Follow us there. Vote each and every day and make sure your voice is heard as, as we talk about these Cougars, some of the legends in a BYU uniform. And the number 64, it's got two heavy hitters that went into battle today. And looking at it on its head, I'm like, oh, it's not surprising that these two were really kind of the big names. But we have an Outland Trophy winner, one of two Outland Trophy winners in BYU football history, the other being Jason Buck. But Muhammad Elowanibi, obviously a legend in BYU history. Never played the game in high school, came to BYU from British Columbia, went on just to become a dominant offensive lineman for the Cougars, and like I said, won that Outland Trophy, and then he went head-to-head in terms of our finalists with Super Bowl winning, uh, not quarterback, coach, 
Andy Reid. Andy Reid played at BYU, wore the number 64 during his days as a Cougar, then went on to be a graduate assistant for a time and then embarked on his NFL career, which, like I had just mentioned, brought him a Super Bowl title just this past February with Patrick Mahomes at the controls as his quarterback. Andy Reid is one of the most thought of, most highly thought of coaches in NFL circles. He's obviously been very good to BYU over the years. BYU's coaching staff under Kalani Satake has gone out to Kansas City to collaborate with Reed and the rest of his staff multiple times over the years. He's just been a proponent of BYU's mission, their goals, etc. I know a lot of BYU fans out there harbor deep-rooted uh, hope that one day Andy Reed would become the BYU football head coach. I think that ship has sailed. He's well into his 60s now, and... I don't anticipate him being a coach at BYU, what, in his 70s, if and when he decides ever to leave the NFL. I just don't see that happening. But regardless, two heavy hitters that entered in as finalists for this. Our other finalists on the list were former BYU offensive linemen, RJ Willing and Scott Jackson as well. Both of them solid players in their own right. I thought both of them were capable and guys who were deserving of being finalists on this list. But our two finalists that really took this thing were Andy Reid and Muhammad Elwanibi. And I better give a shout out, by the way, to our good friend, Matt Foley. He reached out on us Facebook yesterday at Locked On Cougars. You can search us out there just like Twitter. And he said that, hey, I better be your pick at number 64 tomorrow. And Matt, I have to apologize. I did not have you as a finalist on this list, but I wanted to give you a special shout out for weighing in with your thoughts on it. And unfortunately, when you have two guys like Andy Reid and Muhammad Elowanibi as two of the guys on the list, it's kind of hard to beat them out. But Matt Foley, a fantastic deep snapper for BYU, now a police officer for the city of Orem here in Utah. That's my hometown. Orem is where I grew up. And uh, thank you for your service, by the way, Officer Foley. I can't thank you enough for being, being willing to go out there and, uh, and protect us all and, of course, be a law enforcement officer during this crazy time. But I wanted to give you a special shout-out on that. But as it stands, like I said, we had two heavy hitters enter, and Mohamed Elwanibi just edged out Andy Reid with just over 52% of the vote as of recording. There's a little bit of time left here on this poll. Andy Reid coming in with 45.8%. And I thought both of these were going to go neck and neck when I put up the poll originally, and it lived up to the hype. I would have a hard time picking against Mohamed Elowanibi because we've talked about in the past that these player countdown series, when we talk about the best Cougar to have worn that number, I'm mainly looking at what they did in a BYU uniform. Andy Reid was a good player for BYU. He was also a good assistant coach, a graduate assistant coach, before going on to the NFL. But most of his career, what he's done in football, well, it's coming at the NFL level after his time at BYU. Muhammad Elowanibi, one could argue he peaked while he was at BYU winning the Outland Trophy. That trophy is something that I don't think BYU will ever win again. I'm not going to lie. I just don't think that the Power Five and the powers that be are going to allow BYU to have guys win that award again. I'd like to think that would change at some point. Maybe under what we just talked about, Pat Forty's plan, if it were to actually come to fruition, it might give BYU more of an equal footing and an opportunity to win an award like this again. But Muhammad Elowanibi, like I just... 
It's a phenomenal story. We've had stories like Ziggy Ansah over the years, guys who come to BYU having never played football and then go on to just make millions of dollars in the NFL in the case of Ziggy Ansah. Muhammad el well, he had a good career. He played mainly in the CFL after he didn't make it in the NFL, and I think he had a good career by all means. But the fact that he won the Outland Trophy in a BYU uniform, he is the pick today as the best Cougar to have worn the number 64. And like I said, I'm strictly stipulating that on what he did in a BYU uniform. And that's nothing against Andy Reid. Like I said, he is a stand-up, stand-up dude by all accounts. I have never met the man. I briefly said hi to him once uh, at a at a, a thing that he was at. We weren't supposed to be running in the same circles. I can tell you that much. I was lucky to be in his presence, if at all. And uh, he said hello as I said hi to him. But that's the extent of my relationship with Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. But Muhammad Elowanibi, our pick today, is the best Cougar to wear the number 64. And I think it's a fairly easy pick, all things considered. And I think the fan vote reflects that as well. But Andy Reid giving it a pretty honest effort as we continue on here. Tomorrow, day number 63, we are almost out of the offensive line lineman run here and it's crazy to think we've gone that far so far but hopefully you guys are enjoying these like i said i enjoy bringing them to you guys each and every day all right we will catch you up on everything else going on in byu sports news a former byu football commit has decided to commit elsewhere after an lds mission we'll talk about that as well as some news when it comes to the olympic sports at byu we'll get to all of that here in just a second before we get to that i need to take a minute today and talk to you about our good friends at all guard pest control all Guard Pest Control is a local company based in Utah County that's capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, and they want to make sure that all of your pest control needs are met and they become something you don't even have to think about. Out of sight, out of mind. You know that expression? That's what All Guard Pest Control goes about. Seth Baird and his team are the best of the best. They're capable of servicing any home for any amount of whatever you guys have pest control wise. Whether you've got an influx of ants, you've got spiders, you've got mice, you've even got termites, you'd be surprised. I talked to Seth recently about the termite issue in Utah and it just made my eyes just go wide. I'd never thought the termites were as big of a deal in the state of Utah as they are, but they are a big deal. And guess what? All Guard Pest Control can take care of it, all of it for you guys, and they will do so in an orderly fashion. They'll make sure they're taking the utmost care, especially amidst right now the COVID-19 pandemic. They're wearing gloves. They're wearing masks when they come into your home to treat your home. And I have to tell you guys, they take care of my home, and I am 110% satisfied and happy to express to you guys, I would encourage you to trust All Guard Pest Control. Trust your home. Let them take care of you guys. Like I said, Seth and his team, they're a local company, and they would love to service you guys, and they can take care of it. They offer two unique programs, a quarterly program. It'll come out once every three months. Make sure your home is protected all year round. But also, if you just have a one-time need, you want them to come out one time, that's what they'll do. They'll come out, they'll take care of it, they'll leave you alone. All Guard Pest Control believes that the customer should dictate what you want the company to do. And that's what they are putting their money where their mouth is. So make sure you give them a call. You can support the company and let them take care of your home by calling them at 801-851-1812. That's 801-851-1812. Or check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, guys, let's catch you up real quick on some of the other news in BYU sports. Trey Anderson was committed to BYU as a member of the 2019 recruiting class, officially as a preferred walk-on uh, before going on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in California. Some news coming out from his Twitter feed yesterday that he is committed to 
Pitt to play for the Panthers back there in Pittsburgh. And let's put it this way. It might sound weird that why this young man is getting an opportunity at the Power 5 level when BYU had him as a preferred walk-on. It comes down simply to this. Jason Anderson, his father, a guy who has actually been a finalist in our player countdown series previously here on the podcast. Well, Jason Anderson was a standout offensive tackle for BYU and then went on to the NFL and had a good career with the New England Patriots. Trey Anderson played tight end for Lehigh High School here in the state of Utah, and he wants to play tight end to the next level. BYU, to their credit, uh, simply told him, you know what, we think you're better suited to bulk up and play tackle like your old man. He didn't want to hear that, obviously. He has dreams of catching touchdown passes, and hey, if that's what you want to go about, go for it. And he decided, you know what, I'd be better suited to look elsewhere. Pitt came in with an offer for him to join their program as a tight end, and I wish him nothing but the best. I still think at some point, if it doesn't work out early on in his career at tight end, you're going to see him line up at tackle, maybe as a Pitt Panther. But Trey Anderson moves on from BYU and wish him nothing but the best as he moves forward with his playing career. Unfortunately, he won't be carrying on the family legacy with the Cougars, but like I said, if you have a deep rooted desire to be a guy who's going to play at a certain position, well, you may have to search around and find the right program for you. And I give BYU credit. They see Trey Anderson as being just a future stud at right tackle or left tackle. And if I'm BYU, I would have just been pointing at Blake Freeland saying, that guy was playing quarterback two years ago. Now he's on track to go to the NFL. Do you want to be on that track? Well, guess what, son? Bulk up, play tackle. We can get you to the NFL. That's probably what their pitch was. But Trey Anderson, he believes this is a tight end in his heart of hearts, and you can't fault him for chasing his own dream. So best of luck to him with the Pitt Panthers. A couple other notes before we go on today's podcast include BYU women's golfer Alicia May Mateo was named a 2019-2020 WGCA All-American Scholar. A big congratulations to her on earning that academic honor. It's not easy to participate in Division I sports no matter what the sport is and also get good grades. So big congratulations to her on getting that. She has actually earned the top uh, GPA for the Cougars with a 3.97 GPA currently. She plans to go into business and attend the Marriott School of Business at BYU. So big congratulations to Alicia on that award. And then Connor Mance, uh, one of the standout runners for BYU men's cross country, led the Cougars to the first national title last fall. Be back to defend that this coming fall. He is a sophomore. He was named to the Cosida Academic All-American second team late last week. He's a mechanical engineering major, had one of the best individual seasons in BYU men's cross-country history, finishing third overall at the 2019 NCAA Championships. Like I said, helping the Cougars win their first ever national championship. And obviously for his third-place finish, he was named an All-American by the United States Track and Field Cross-Country Coaches Association. You know, it is the USTF CCCA. I talk about that, and I just like to make jokes about it because it's such a long thing. USTF CCCA. Wow. Very long. Anyways, that doesn't diminish what Connor Mance is getting done. When you're a mechanical engineering major, you're getting academic All-American citations uh, as well as All-American citations for your efforts in cross-country. Hey, 
I tip my cap to you and a big congratulations to both Connor Mance and Alicia Mateo as they get those academic citations from those respective organizations. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. It's all been brought to you today in part by our good friends at rockauto.com as well as All Guard Pest Control Support, both of those companies that support us. And a big thank you to you guys for your continued support of this podcast. It is a ton of fun to be with you guys each and every day. Please share this with your family and friends who are BYU fans who may not know what a podcast is. A lot of people out there still don't know that you actually can listen to a podcast every day and it downloads right to your phone or your smart device. Like I said, I'm telling you guys, you'd be stunned how many people have no idea how to access the podcast. And hey, you can help them do that. You're so-called uh, helping a man learn how to fish versus just giving him a fish. Does that make sense? So support the podcast, share with your family and friends. Also leave us a favorable rating and review if you don't mind doing that as well. Feel free to reach out to the show anytime on social media. You can follow us at Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My personal Twitter feed, if you so desire to follow me, there is at Jacob C. Hatch. Make sure to follow along. I have a lot more thoughts than just BYU sports, but we have a lot of fun regardless. And also, the show has an email address if you'd like to weigh in that way as well. The email address is LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. We love being with you guys each and every day. So hopefully you guys will be back here each day as we talk BYU sports in podcast form. Have a great rest of your Wednesday whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 1st, 2020. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.